powered by unicorn farts. Just so you guys. <laughs> Anyways, welcome, 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 welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole with your host, Riley Rabbit. So, um, yeah, we'll get started with just a little intro of me. If you guys don't know who I am yet, I'm Riley Rabbit, a.k.a. Riley Ray. Some people know me by that name. I am a retired sex worker slash current Instagram influencer slash solo webcam model. Um, all the above. I do it all. I do regular modeling too. Um, if you guys follow me already, you kind of know a background. But um, yeah, so my story, everyone's been asking me how to get started. Where's my life? What's going on? And so I started in April 13th in 1986 in sunny San Diego, um, where my mother and my father bore me. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, so I'm from originally from San Diego. The only girl, uh, well, I have three blood brothers and I have an adopted brother and I was pretty much raised mostly by my dad. My mom, you know, she was around, but she, she's great now. So it took a while. Um, grew up in Southeast San Diego in an all black and Mexican neighborhood. That was fun. Um, being the only white kid where I grew up was definitely a different, interesting background, um, different experience. But I wouldn't change it for the world. It was a great fucking time. Um, literally was like, this block was Mexican, this block was black. And then there was like this white trash family in the middle. And we had like pigs and chickens. <laughs> it made it even worse. <laughs> and then God thought it was really, really funny to make this only really, really white girl have a huge white ass in the middle of the hood. So let's just make a bigger magnet out of me. So, um, but yeah, it was great. I grew up struggling just like everybody else. Um, and then as I got older, you know, I went to college for a while. I started doing my business degree, realized that I am just not in the business world. And then I got into holistic studies. So I did massage therapy for a while. Oh, if you guys don't know who I'm staring at, my producer over there, Victor, say hi, Victor. Yo, 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 what's going yo. on? What's good? And then my girl Remy White is chilling. She's still out here from Houston. So make sure you guys follow her too, the real Remy White on Instagram. Um, but so wait, where was I? Because I know you're paying attention. You're paying attention. I'm always paying attention. Uh, <laughs> white girl, big old booty. White girl, big old booty in the hood. Um, and I know people don't think like San Diego has a hood, but any metropolitan area has an area that's not as good as the other areas. So I grew up on the south side of the tracks in Southeast Dagal, 63rd and Imperial. Whoop, whoop. Um, and now I am this beautiful blossomed woman as I am now. I grew up tomboy as hell, uh, riding dirt bikes, playing out, playing with the homies, hanging out, chilling with my brothers. So, um, I just started wearing makeup probably about five years ago. I'm about to be 34 in like 10 days. So ooh, ooh, happy birthday. Ooh, ooh, Aries and hoes. I am the true definition of an Aries woman. Um, what is the true definition of an Aries woman? For us layman heads. <laughs> so we obviously talk a lot. We're... <laughs> you talk a lot? No. <laughs> we're very strong, very opinionated. Um, we're not really pushovers unless we care about you. We're the type of people, like, everyone else can, like, kiss my ass and fuck the world. But if you're in, like, my inner core, like, people, I will literally, like, eat dirt for you. And we're, like, extremely loyal when it comes to that. But, um, yeah, we have a nasty mouth in all aspects. Like, sexually, we got a nasty mouth. All that horoscope shit. See, to me, that's just an excuse to be an asshole. You no. You saying? Like, oh, well, I'm an Aries, so, you know, I have to act like this. Like, see, I don't agree with that because I'm actually a nice person. I'm just very opinionated. I'm not saying for you in general. I'm saying for No, 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 I get it. Yeah, people are like, oh, I get to be a dick when I want to because I'm a Gemini. And that's just, yeah, I feel you. People do that a lot. <laughs> But I will give you this. Remy's a cancer. She's definitely a cancer. What are the characteristics of a cancer? That she's very she's she's very sensitive and jealous. Yeah. She's very jealous. See, I'm not a really a jealous person. I'm I'm more of like don't don't fuck with mine, but I'm not jealous. Like I don't really care for anything. Like if someone's like in the room and someone's flirting, like I'm like, meh, whatever. I already know where they're coming home to. She's like, don't fucking think that you're gonna talk to me. <laughs> She's jealous with her friends. Like, I'm your best friend. Don't fucking play with me. She's very much that way. And I feel, then, I feel oh. like that's exhausting to be like that all the time, right? Not 
because it's kind of it's easier to just be like ah do your thing yeah but you're a lot like me like we have a lot of the same me and victor are pretty like he's like i feel like he's like the guy version of me like we're like whatever like things can go some people say we have the same size ass (laughs) people people say people say people say uh, who are these people i want to know people say Same as, you know, when Trump goes out, people say, people say, this <laughs> people, is what people, people, say. people say, I don't know who does it, but the band, they, they say it, those guys. So we should, well, let me show them my ass in. So Victor, some, some. people think that Victor has the same ass as me. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Victor, I hope that you don't have ass like that. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I got a lot of junk in the trunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. I love it. Um, I wish you could see. Oh, that's an, like Aries people are just very like flamboyant in that way too. Like we're not, I've never met an Aries that was introverted. Like we're always like, what's next? Let's go. If you're like, Hey, let's go to the Bahamas tomorrow. They're like, let me see if I get off of work. Like we're just like those where other people are like, I need to plan. We're not planners at all. We're, we're more of like, we come up with the idea and we wait for somebody else like Victor to make it happen. <laughs> So it's like, hey, Vic, I got all these great ideas. Yo, shout out to whatever I am. Horoscopes <laughs> out in this bitch. When is your birthday? September 27. I think I used to be a Libra, but then it changed like five years ago. Yeah, I don't believe in that. I don't know. I guess I can't believe in half of it and not all of it, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, there's this one power super sign. Um, so wait, the end of September, yeah, you're a Libra. I think so. I think that's what it was when I checked. You actually, before. like, as far as I know you, you're more like, I don't, I would say you're a Libra because a lot of Libras, Libras are very like they, they need like their balance and they're more introverted. Like they can be social in their group, but it takes them a while to like warm up to you. Like they're kind of a little more introverted, extroverted. Well, that makes sense. I'm a very introverted person. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love Victor, by the way. He makes it all happen. He makes it all work. Victor also, when I met him and I met his girlfriend, I was like, mm, okay, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Victor is definitely what like if you could think of like what Victor would probably look like just like a Hispanic guy super cute chill kind of guy like you wouldn't think like his girlfriend's this cute little black girl and I love her she's so sweet he took us out to the desert to teach us how to use our gun during like the zombie apocalypse called corona (laughs) we had a blast he was such a good guy but his girlfriend's super sweet and I love her she's the best shout out to my girl yeah shout out to any man who shouts his girl out by the way because like Dudes don't claim their chicks like they should. I feel like. Oh yeah, I'll claim the shit on my girl. She's she's cute. Yeah, it's like if your man can't claim you, bitch, that ain't your man. So. No, one hundred percent. And I mean, she knows what's up. I mean, you know, you came over late night the other day, and she was, oh yeah, you guys lock yourselves in the room and talk business. Like, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't right. care at all. She's like, I'm gonna go work out. Bye. Like she doesn't care. She's the coolest person. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's kind of just like a little bit of background. So how I got into the adult industry, I was actually working, I don't know if I should say the actual company name, but I was working for a cell phone company and I did like sales, I did customer service, I did inventory. I was like everything you could think of at this company. And I literally was like 27 years old and I had a panic attack at work because they stressed me the fuck out on every level, like stressed me the fuck out. And I was like, fuck this corporate job. I refuse to be a grown ass person and have to ask somebody. I think I told Victor this the other day. I was like, I refuse to ask somebody, can I go to my nephew's birthday party? Like, who the fuck are you in this world to tell me, no, sorry, you got to come to work today. No, fuck you. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to have anybody run my schedule, run my time or run my money. And yeah, I'm my own boss. I don't shit, Remy. Um, so I just decided, and it was a joke. It was so funny because everyone that I worked with at this company, um, <clears throat> I guess I joked around a lot about saying like, like if, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be a stripper, right? And it was like this big joke. And then like one day I turned around, they're like, what are you doing? Are you a stripper now? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> and I just thought it was so fucking funny. And I'm like, how did you know? They're like, you said it all the time. And I'm like, I guess I did say it all the time, huh? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome. I spoke it, spoke it in. So, um, actually, I didn't start right then at the moment. I used a little bit of my old massage therapy license to start with rub and tugs. I actually was purely against doing massages or like doing like bad girl massages for a while. I was like, I'm a therapist 
don't play. Don't ask me to do that. I'm here for professional healing. And then one day, you know, bills started adding up and 65 to $85 an hour just was not cutting it once or twice a week. (laughs) So, you know, people kept offering like, what's up? Can you massage that too? And I was like, "Mm, how much? And then one guy just like rolled over one day and he was full on erect. And I'm like, all right, so can you get some extra money for me? Cause I'm just going to, I was like, cool. I made like an extra 300 bucks a day. I was like, hooked. I'm a hooker. (laughs) That's how I became a hooker. (laughs) Hooked me. So it was great. We had a, um, and then I just kind of started doing massage. That's Bindi. She wants to make guest appearances whenever she can. Um, Yes, did rub and tugs for quite a bit, quite a while. And then after a while, I was like, no, I'll never do anything more than that. And then once again, bills started adding up and it just wasn't enough. And you start like as your money increases, your lifestyle needs, wants and desires increase. And you're like, you built this like comfortability at a certain price. And you're like, I need more. So, you know, mama had to bust it open a few times. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. So started doing that. Um, I mean, if we're, is if we're keeping it all the way raw, right? On this episode, like keeping 100%. it, keeping it a buck. 20 so 25 so I mean throw it out there I had linked up with this guy and a couple homegirls and um I started working for this dude so I mean full-on I had a pimp in the beginning like it is what it is you know good guy I never like knocked him or anything he never like it wasn't people have this misperception a misconception or perception of like which one is it misconception thank you misconception of like Oh, like, yeah, the word pimp. Like, they all think it's like, like, Fillmore Slam, smack them down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all think it's like this, this like, oh, I smack you down, bitch, go to work, walk on the track. And it's like, no, guys, like, the lifestyle is so different these days. And I always tell any girl, this and any guy, like, you should be careful about anybody you deal with like you wouldn't pick a bad husband that's gonna beat the fuck out of you and take all your money and treat you like shit right so you probably shouldn't choose a pimp to do the same thing um don't have one anymore I'm cool I've grew past that point in my life but I did start in it like just like going to school you had to pay somebody to teach you how to do mathematics I had to pay somebody to teach me the game like the game ain't to be told is to be sold so and I just, you know, I had to learn the ins and outs. I had to learn where you can post, where you can't post, what you can say, what you can't say. I mean, it's, it is still illegal in the United States and everywhere except for Reno, which Clark, and that Clark County it is. In Vegas, it's still illegal here too. Um, it's like certain counties and you have to be in the brothel. So when you're doing illegal shit, you got to know the illegal way to do it, the safest way to be the baddest person. So I mean, he was amazing, um, but we just got to a point where it's like I grew up and grew past that. And to be honest, like some other shit happened with him and we just kind of went our own ways. So, um, yeah, I would come home to all kinds of shit, though. I'm not going to lie. You know, come home to purses. And it was nice for a while to give up the responsibility of having to do anything like. Yeah, like I didn't have the doll. I literally had to just like go make money and come home and like shit bills are paid everything's paid everything's easy if I got sick there was three other girls that were working that would make sure my bills got paid so it I mean there's goods and bads to it I mean like I said you're not going to choose a shitty husband so you're not going to choose a shitty pimp either but I feel like you want to say something Victor's looking like I need to know <laughs> no I'm just ready I'm chilling yeah yeah there's not like the old school pimping thing is kind of old like old school for a reason yeah, now, like, most dudes are, like, your boyfriend, and they come home, and they just spend your money, but, I mean, you could have a deadbeat, lame boyfriend at home that doesn't work. I mean, I see the, I, I see a lot of that in, like, the adult industry, you know, me, myself, being in the adult industry, I, I'll see, uh-huh. yeah, like, the girls, the, she's the, she's the porn star, and her husband, you know, uses her husband as talent, and, you know, they shoot amateur stuff, and, you know, it's a real yeah. thing, like, where couples are, and you know, intercouples change, like, Hey, you know, let's fly out to so and so, and you know, you sleep with my husband, and I'll sleep with your wife, and we'll do this and we'll do that. Yeah, it's definitely a big thing, and I think people, I, I think, <clears throat> I don't think there's anything wrong when you have an open conversation, an open dialect. Like, who are you to tell me what's good for my life and my relationship, right? 
So if you feel like, like I'm in open relationships at this point in my life, especially coming from the adult industry, I have realized that not every man wants to eat a fucking burrito every goddamn night for the rest of his life. I understand that. Am, am I cool with you bringing a pizza home and sharing it with me? I'm not cool with it. But if you want to go eat a pizza somewhere else for the night and bring your ass home, I'm cool with that, you know, but everyone has their own thing. And I think as long as you have open communication with your partner and you guys agree on this like realm of what that relationship should be, then it's really none of itself's fucking business. Like my mom was a swinger for a while, my mom and dad. So when they got to a point where they were done and they talked about it and they were done, you know? I mean, growing up, that's like a real taboo counter counterculture type mentality, especially, you know, I was raised in a real Christian Hispanic household, you know, where, you know, my mom, I'm first generation American. So I was raised on like real traditional values and, Oh man, forget about it. Yeah, yeah, swinging. It. What? Oh God! Like your mother would have slapped yeah. her dad in the back of the head with the fucking frying pan. Hundred percent. Yeah, percent. And it's crazy because now you know, being in the adult industry, granted, it's so normalized. Granted, that lifestyle is probably not for me because I barely got enough dick for my girl. So <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean. So I, I don't know if I can do two, three at one time. So, but I did. Yeah. I can see the appeal of it. You know, yeah. I really can. I think, and especially if it's a business, and you guys have respect for each other, and you guys respect each other's boundaries. I don't think that there's a problem with it. 100%. Especially um, if it's all discussed and communicated. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing, like, I'm not cool with, and like I said, everyone can do their own thing. I'm not with, like, the whole polygamy thing. Like, that's why I couldn't do, be, like, I couldn't be, like, a pimp and hoe anymore. Because at the end of the day, I want my house and my household. And, like, I don't really want to share my time with you. And I don't want to share a relationship with somebody. But I don't like, eh, whatever, if you need your dick sucked by somebody different today, feel free. You know, like, I don't want to, like, know about it. Go do it and come home. You know what I mean? Like, I like my domain and I like my, like, I want to be the queen at the end of the day. Like, if a, if a king got to go fuck a couple peasants and bring his ass home and do that, like, whatever. That reminds me of a show I used to watch back in high school. It's called Spartacus. And, like, the most gangster thing happened in, the, in like, one of, it was a, a, uh, well, I can't remember her name, but she used to play Xenon Warrior Princess. Yeah, back in the yeah, day. yeah. I, I don't like, remember her character either. But and, I her, and her and her husband, they're about to fuck. So like, he grabs one of his slaves, and his slaves start sucking his dick, and then like, and then like they had the buffers. One starts eating out, eating her out, and then they go and they fuck. And I'm yeah, just like, that's amazing. I would love that. <laughs> like, if I could have a buffer, like come in and like take care of him. Well, actually, I enjoy sucking dick, so I don't really want you to suck my man's dick because I like it, and I'm good at it. Remy has a video of me putting my fist in my mouth earlier today. <laughs> I actually really enjoy sucking dick so like I'm like eh, I don't need you but I mean I would be fine like it wouldn't bother me you know what I mean I don't know that would be actually awesome I'd be like hey you know what my jaw hurts today come here can you suck my man's dick for me real quick so I can fuck him that would be great thanks that's right, funny. can you get the first one out the way for me? Because that one's just a doozy, and I don't really want to swallow that. Yo, Thanks. just so you know, number one rule, the first one's for me, the second one's for you. <laughs> the first one's for me, the second one's for you. That's all day, every day. Let me get this first one out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you're going to get about 30, 45 minutes of some real raw dick. Yes, say that shit, dick. And then we're going to take a nap. <laughs> I'm going to make you a sandwich, and we're going to go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, no, all day, though. That first one's for me. That second one's for you. Yeah, see, I, I feel that. So when I used to be with clients, um, oh, so going way off track, but going back to it, so like I started off doing like posting ads and stuff like that, right? So I, like, I'm not going to lie. Fool, this is like real. This is what the show is about. You're going to get the real me, the real anything, like raw, uncut version. I used to be a $100 hoe. Like I used to do $100 quickies back in the day. <laughs> quick visit in and out a lot of mexicans from the construction site come on a break boom 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 in and out right um where's it going with this fucking story where's it going before this where you were starting and where you at now yeah so <laughs> so i started i started off just you know hundred dollar back page type shit like call me come over quick in and out and um yeah, from there I kind of grew into, and then I started working at the Bunny Ranch. So that was like, I just applied, literally just sent them a bunch of pictures of me. and was like, hey, I want to work for you. And they're like, come on in. Um, most overrated place, in my opinion. And no offense to them, hopefully, I mean, rest in peace because he's dead now, but overrated <laughs> as fuck. Like, and, and I don't think it was the ranch that was overrated. I think it's the experience that was because like 20 years ago, 
it was fun and it was still taboo and it was like oh we into this like it was like the wow wow west you know like you went to like this funny ranch brothel and they're like all the girls like ring a doorbell swear to god this still happens they ring a doorbell they come in and then like the house mom comes and goes and rings the, the bell a shit ton of times. She's like, ding, 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 ding. It's like a separate bell that hits all of our rooms. And there's like 30 rooms. It's like, ding, 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 ding. And you're like, fuck. And you're on shift 13 hours a day. Like at any time the bell rings within a 13 hour shift, you better be at the door. Otherwise they take money out of your account. So like you, um, you line up and you're like, hi, I'm Riley. You know, and every girl goes down the line and then they pick you and you take them on a tour and you can only discuss prices and services in the room. You can't do it in the parlor. You can't do it at the bar. So you have to like take them in. So they have to pick you. You take them into your room, you close the door and you have a discussion. And like there's every room is intercomed. So they can hear everything you're saying the whole time. So it's not like you can even be slick. And they take 50% of everything you make on top of the fact, like now it's legal. Like I literally had a license that said legal prostitute, <laughs> Reno, Nevada, Lyon County. Yeah. Something like that, Lyon County. And, um, it was like a picture. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I wish I still had that actually. I don't think I do. Um, but yeah, you'd go into the room, you discuss the price and then you come out and then you go to the front like, oh, he agreed to this. You sign it on a piece of paper. They pay. Then they, I think you you can have your own condoms, but they usually give you a condom and then you take it back to the room and do whatever you agreed on. But it was like, when you got there, you had to like, there's like so many girls to choose from, right? But they've all been there since like the 80s. <laughs> and like, Everyone thinks of the bunny ranch as like big tits, big blonde hair, nobody. You know, it's like the Dolly Parton look, the whole like Pamela Anderson. It's really popular in the 90s, right? So there's this one girl there and I love her to death. She was one of the coolest chicks I knew, but she's literally probably been there since the 80s. And that was Air Force Amy. Have you guys ever heard of Air Force Amy? So Air Force Amy, I would say she's probably in her 60s or 70s. She's still hoeing. Like, she's still, like, she's you could pick that bitch up. Like, she gonna wiggle her ass out to the fucking lineup and be like, I, but she has this, this reputation of being just, like, a raunchy, strong bitch. Like, she's just like, yeah, fuck me, baby, all the time, you know? And you're like, and she's, like, 60, and she don't get fucked. She's gonna walk out there, back's all hurt, and she's like, yeah, what's up? You want this pussy? Like, she's like, yeah, all kinds of shit. But she's funny funny as fuck and I always enjoyed her and she was pretty much like don't ever let anybody know like you know exactly what you want so don't let, don't let anybody else tell you what you want because you know what you want I was like okay thanks Air Force but it was just I think now with the internet the accessibility to like call somebody and have them come to your house for like half the rate is so much easier it's like why would you take this trip fly all the way to Reno 45 minutes later after a drive you have to take a drive from the airport out to this fucking shithole because he never renovated it he's like i want to keep it authentic this shithole fly you go all the way out there and then you have like these ladies who've literally been in this like room for weeks and weeks and they're all look tired and haggard and it's not like <clears throat> i don't know i just and then like everyone kind of had their regulars there and and it was like you couldn't really do much i was making more money in the street you know what i mean like taking half the price keeping all of my money and being like, I can come to your house right now. I mean, obviously it was illegal versus legal, but. But also a lot more dangerous too, right? I mean, you're going to some random dude's house versus them coming to you. Or I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's a little more risky for sure. Um, but that's kind of the part of like, it was great about having peas in the beginning. And they kind of teach you how to like watch that shit. Um, I've had in the beginning I had before I knew better, I had some two or three really bad fucked up situations. And it was honestly, I can't even say, <clears throat> I don't want to say it's my fault because I don't like to blame a victim, but I knew better and I was rushing and I was taught better and I didn't like check everything that they're like, Hey, make sure you look for this, make sure you look for that. And I, I didn't see the flags when they were there and I knew that I should have known better, but I was in a rough time because I had just left the guy that I was with. He'd actually went to jail for something that was completely unrelated. That was like some old shit from like 14 years before and I came back to bite him in the ass and I'm just like out here by myself and and I just like I just I needed the money and I was just like 
trying to figure it out and I just I moved too fast and some fucked up shit happened um and we could talk about that on a different like segment because I really want to like go into deeper like how to like protect yourself and I want to go into a deep conversation about that um so I'll go in and I'll share my experience it was it was I'm and I I'm not glad it happened to me but I'm glad it happened because it taught me how to never do it again like I seriously changed everything how I fucking ran my program I changed everything about how I checked references um and like when I say references a lot of people don't know what that is unless you're in the industry so like references and this is one thing like if girl ladies if you're watching my show don't be a fucking hater about references if a girl hits you up and says hey have you seen this guy before is he safe don't be a fucking cunt like really say yeah I've seen him before it's safe like as women we should be looking out for each other you know what I mean like you should say yeah I've seen him he's safe it's all good because that dude's not gonna not see you again you're just not available right now or he wanted something different that's the appeal of paying for pussy is that you can pay for something new all the time. So don't, I don't know. I just feel like as women, we should, we have lost this thing where we take care of each other. Like we're not sisters anymore. Everything's a fucking competition. And at the end of the day, if someone's saying, hey, I want to be safe. Can you let me know if this person's safe? Yeah, bitch. He's, yeah, he's cool. Or no, he was kind of psycho. Like, um, you know, like give him the rundown. All it's going to do is give you good karma. All it's going to do is give you good karma. And like, I legit have a girlfriend out in uh, Texas who I've never met her in person in my life, but we literally had all the same clients. And like every day we're hitting each other up. We're in like the same niche, the big booty blonde white girl thing. She's definitely way more fit than me though. She's like this little tight body. She's super cute, but she has a fat ass. But every day we're like, hey, have you seen this guy before? Hey, have you seen this guy before? And it's always been like a mutual respect that we knew Cause when I wasn't in town, I'd throw her a date. I'd be like, Hey, my regular is in town and I'm not there to take care of him. And if you can build up that rapport, we can all get money. I don't understand. There's so much money out there. Like, I think me and Victor were talking about this. And, um, one of the guys that, you know, that runs the production team, um, were like, yo, there's really enough money in this world for everybody to have some. If people would just stop fucking hating on each other. Real shit. I mean, there's enough money to go around so much and at that i mean don't you want to see the people around you grow like right like like not even to get into like something completely different but like what would be better like would we would, would it be better to have a neighbor who is struggling and can't pay their rent and might st- rob from you or somebody who's like you know chilling and you can invite to dinner and having a good time like i'm all for community yeah like get the people around you to be better you know i'm, I'm a big believer in that and, and i know remy is too because like so where I'm at now, like I've, I've gone from, like I said, the bunny ranch, I danced for a while. I was, um, dancing in Texas and Phoenix. Um, so I stripped for a few years at the same time. I still saw clients and, um, built my way up there. And then I started modeling and I started working for my first modeling thing was actually with the company. Well, he's got like his own promotion thing. So it's called gold dimes. And that was like my first like big model thing. I went out to Atlanta. I had just moved to Atlanta and, um, yeah, I was out there and like, he's like, hey, I'm shooting today. <clears throat> Do you want to come by and see if you like, like the swag and want to shoot? And I'm like, cool. So I show up to the shoot and like, boom, I, I had like 26,000 followers on Instagram at the time. Maybe, maybe less, like 23,000. And like in a matter of a week, I jumped up to like 50K shooting with him. And then like in a month, maybe a month and a half, month and a half, I was at like 100K. And then like a couple months later, I was at... 350 and it was like in a year and a half I built from like 23,000 to almost 650,000 or I think I was at 550 when I got deleted um but so then that's kind of how my modeling thing happened and then I started modeling with him and then I modeled with like hip-hop mag I did some like extra work on growing up hip-hop um I was actually in the um black youngster uh, listening he did like a live listening party like he released his album online live on Instagram and all he wanted he's like I just want me and a bunch of bitches bunch of whores you know what I mean <laughs> bunch of whores and so it was like me and like 30 girls in like red and black lingerie we're just like dancing in the background while he released his album live on IG and it was such like a historic moment because IG and live has like become like this big thing you see Tory Lanez right now he's doing DJ segments right now and like people are doing live interviews right now. And it's like, 
IG Live has turned into this crazy thing. And really, I feel like I was there during this pivotal moment in history where like somebody released their whole fucking part, their whole album on, live on Instagram. Like nobody can ever do that again. Like nobody had did it at that point. So <clears throat> I did that. Um, and like I said, a few other like modeling gigs and stuff like that. Um, I just recently in December did stuff with Milano De Rouge, which is Meek Mill has a girlfriend. She's got her own clothing line. I did like a Christmas special with them. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. I think they actually had, they might've had the baby. Yeah. She, yeah. She had a little bun in her oven. I knew about it before y'all did though. So, <clears throat> but yeah. Name drop. Oh yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. I was modeling. But, um, yeah, no, that was all like legit shit anyway. So you could see the Christmas. I did like a Christmas thing. It was dope as fuck. Um, these are all people who are not going to care. There was, um, the photographer that I worked with, Andre, the director, he's in LA. He's the one who hooked me up and he, he got me like some legit modeling gigs. And he like, that's kind of where I grew into like this influencing started hosting parties, clubs. We did a few clubs in Houston together. Me and Remy, we like hosted, had some fucking good times in Houston. Definitely some good times in Houston. And then it kind of slowly turned into this and now I'm like doing a podcast and I'm still doing webcam solo webcam only fans oh that's where I was going with the only fans thing um this is that whole like bringing community in and I you know people will maybe will judge us for this but Remy just got her fucking like sister-in-law like plugged in like on only fans she's like yeah sister and sister-in-law she's like yo let me like why not it's quarantine right now you're fucking your man anyways fuck him on camera make some dough and I literally have been trying to get my brother to do it my brother's like I I made him a whole account and his his wife is just like super nervous she's like just get me drunk and record me you know I'm like that's kind of like rape like you can't just do that plus you're not allowed to drink on OnlyFans while you're having sex but can you be drunk already yeah, you just can't. You can't like uh, you can't consume alcohol. Oh, that's you good can't consume alcohol, and then right after, show you having sex. Even if they're like on completely different things, you can't. Oh, wow, really? I didn't know. And the other thing I didn't realize about OnlyFans is like you can't shit or piss on OnlyFans oh, either. Yeah, some girl got hurt. yeah, they uh, they they don't do PP videos or anything like that. All that. So what's like? What are the other restrictions that are on there? Is this just the two biggest ones? No alcohol. Yeah, those are the biggest ones. I mean, other than just the normal stuff, you know, like. No, I mean you obviously can't like me outside like, of the say yeah stuff like that. You don't know no legal activity, no fuck a fans, you know stuff like that. What if what if you fuck a fan for for free? No go. You can't you can't promote it on OnlyFans. Oh okay. You know what I'm saying? You can just say hey, you know this is me fucking my friend, but you can't be like you can't hey, be like hey, I'm doing fuck a free fuck a friend. What's it called? Fuck a fan? You can't do fuck a fan? Yeah, fuck a fans. Too bad I got some hot fans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, shout out fuck a fan competition. Hey, fuck a fan contest. Promos for fuck a fan. Um, you know who's really good at those though? I love her to death. And she won't care if I name drop either. Uh Uptown Jenny. She loves doing that shit. She's like, she'll like meet a fan like in a bar and she'll be like, Do you want to go home and fuck? And I'm gonna put it on my OnlyFans. <laughs> she's down for that life. She's like, yeah, bitch. I guess she's like super aggressive. She puts it all over her Instagram. You've seen it, huh? I love Uptown. She's fucking a nut and a half. I've actually done some girl on girl with her. And um, most of the time, like most of my girlfriends, they're not like all the way down to like full fuck. We full on did like a double headed dildo fuck scene. And it's the first girl I went like that crazy on cam with. or And I was like, Ooh, before I know it, I'm like, trying to get her to I'm like shit trying to get her to squirt and shit I'm like why am I being so aggressive like she brings this like animalistic crazy out of (laughs) Remy would love her Remy's really aggressive too Remy tries to like slap my tits and I'm like ow I'm sensitive (laughs) I'm like not with the aggression but yeah like why not like help your family win um I never I never got that like a lot of families um do that like you're 18 get the fuck out like, I don't get that either. At first I thought it was a cultural thing, but it, I don't I don't think so either because I know white families that are like, get the fuck out when you're 18 too. So I don't know. Like, I guess there's a lot of cultural things that I'm not aware of because I didn't grow up in a like traditional white community. So I don't know what the fuck white people do. 
And like, as I've gotten older, I've had to learn how to do it. But like, everyone's like, oh, you do that because you're white. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know that's something white people do. I just do it. Like, cause that's what people did around me. I don't know. Like, I'm like, really? Cause my Mexican friends did it all the time. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. So that's definitely, but the, the best part about growing up where I grew up was that I literally can be in the room with any kind of person age race anything and have a conversation with them I think it's such a lost skill being able to like connect with human beings and just talk to them because like I I could like literally be sitting next to a five-year-old and like it doesn't matter what color they are talk to them or I could be like next to a 90-year-old person and talk to them and I feel like I wouldn't have been able to do that growing up in other cultures or other like environments yeah yeah you know what I mean like I wasn't as scared to like talk to abuelita down the street and then like talk to somebody's tt over there you know what i mean like we all we just we were all just kind of we didn't look at each other like you're black you're brown you're white i mean you know it was just like we we were all in the same neighborhood going through the same fucking struggles like i was going to the church and getting canned food and bread just like everybody else you know like that's what we did so i loved it though i love that I, it introduced me to so many different genres of music so many different like people lifestyles culture I mean we're like African people and like one of my closest friends growing up um his mama was African and I've known this man since I was in first grade still really really good friends with him um he just had his second baby just got married he's sweetheart he was my college roommate and um his mom was African and it was so funny. She would like come to, she would come to school like full dressed, you know what I mean? And she would like bring us food. And I just love that I get to experience so many different cultures at such a young age. Cause like, I don't feel like people get to do that. It's like everyone's stuck on their fucking phone now. So I don't know. See, that's my problem with like cultural appropriation. Like when people say like, that's such a bad thing. Like that's really not like, that's you assimilating to somebody's culture. That's you accepting somebody's culture and saying, Hey, that's cool. I didn't grow up like that. Please show me more. Show me like, more. Absolutely. I'm totally with that. And like, we've had to deal with this even in the adult industry. Um, like there's such this division between races, even in the adult industry. Like how many times have you been like, and I know it's sad. It's sad to say, but today in this world we live in like white girls still get paid more than black girls like it happens real life in our in our but a lot of times too black girls don't know that they're, they're so taught like um that they shouldn't be given as much as black girls yeah absolutely but because that's the their hair costs way more yeah so remy remy i don't know if you guys heard it, but remy just said a lot of black girls don't know that they that they can charge more it's like it's like installed in our like our hidden culture that like black girls can only ask for this much because they're black and white girls have to ask for this much because they're white. Yeah, and there's <laughs> Yeah, and I got a few homegirls. Right. We got girlfriends. I got a girlfriend in, in New York that's the same way. She'd be like, don't play. She's getting more money than half the white girls I know. But um yeah, I just feel like it's it's still shitty that we live in like a culture like that. You know what I mean? Because like where I come from, black, black, white, yellow, brown, I know people that were better, let like not any worse or better than me they were just trying to get their shit but it's true i've had homegirls who like and i'm guilty of saying it like when somebody's in offered me a certain amount of money i'm guilty and i'll take that and if it's something that somebody hates me for like i've learned that it wasn't okay to say but i'm like you better quit playing like those are black girl prices and it's so shitty of me to even think like that but it goes through that point where you're like damn well why like why is it that way like Black girls, y'all are beautiful, just as beautiful as any white woman with blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever. I got green eyes, so I know you're not looking at my eyes if you say blue. But um, y'all can get just as much as we can. Just fucking ask for it. You know what I mean? Like, go for it. But it is. It's like this. Like, everyone knows, like, white girls with blonde hair get the most. And then underneath that is probably Latinas or Asians. I would say Asians next. Asians get more because it's a fetish like Asian there's like this Asian submission fetish thing and then Mexicans and then or Latinas and then blacks underneath that and it's like it's not that like I know some fire ass black and Latina women but they just like have this precedence in their head like this is as much as I can ask for let me see what yeah yeah and there's this thing called like 
they will they'll settle faster than a white girl will black girls be like fuck you if you ain't giving me a thousand dollars get out of my face and i know some black girls that will do this too the other but and but i think that still has to do with like the difference of um there's difference between like street walkers and like escorts right and there's like this there's levels to this shit i was actually gonna have a whole segment of like levels to this shit but i just want to skim over it real quick because we're just getting an intro of who i am and what i'm talking about on the show um like there's like street walkers there's online girls there's carpet hoes there's strip club hookers (laughs) like strip club girls there are high-end escorts and even like websites like a back page bitch is only probably going to get $100 quickies, maybe $150 for a half, $250 for an hour. Whereas, like, if you're on a, a different site, and I don't know if I can actually say the name of the site, but if you're on a different site that's, like, a much more well-known high-end site, like, your minimum starts at 500 Like, I'm not getting anything less than 500 Whereas, like, you can't even get that on certain sites. <clears throat> so there's, like, there's literally... A street-walking girl is going to be like, I'm going to walk around, and whatever somebody gives me, I'm going to fucking get it. And like there's other girls who freelance and they're still pushing casinos. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There's, so there's this difference of you have these girls in casinos who are like, bro, I started a thousand start minimum thousand and they don't play. And they're like, get out the fuck out of my face if you don't have it next. And, and it's just, it's not that they're any better or worse. They just, they just know what lane they're in, I guess. But you know, God bless the fucking girls that can take the small bills because that's still a lot of money. If you can get 10 people today to give you a hundred bucks, it's a thousand dollars, right? Maybe I'll do a little bit more work, but that's a thousand dollars that somebody could have. And God bless you for going to go get it. I used to be her. I used to be that girl like, I don't give a shit. I'm getting everything. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to leave here with a thousand. I don't care if it's one person or 10 people. I'm going to get a thousand dollars a day. And like, that was my mentality. But it takes every kind because there are 10 people that'll give you a hundred bucks. And if you got kids and someone to feed and some family, you better go get that bread. You know, I'm not mad at that. I can't knock any girl that's willing to go do what she needs to do to get money to make sure she takes one, care of her family. One thing that I do have a problem with is, Remy. is bitches knocking down prices from what I gave them. Like, hey, listen, this is my trip right here. I charge you. Oh, yeah. So Remy, Remy has an issue with don't, don't let her send you a client of hers and then undercut her price to keep your client. Yeah. That's fucked up. Like if I tell you that I'm like, hey, I've been getting a thousand dollars out this man, and then you go offer him seven, so he keeps coming back to you, bitch, we got a problem. <laughs> Don't do that. So what do you do in that situation? Do you like go catch your fade, or do you like send your pimp, or what do you do? If you're Remy, you go knock her out because Remy's aggressive as fuck. <laughs> me, I'm like I, me. I just know that I fuck better than most people, so I'm not worried about it. He'll come back because most bitches are trash. I mean, I know that. I've had so many clients like, oh, I went and saw this girl. I saw her like two or three times and she's just not you. I'll rather pay you a thousand and come back every time than to go fuck this girl for less. <laughs> like, I just know me. I know what I do. And I got a mean deep throat. So hey. you're not going to. <laughs> hey, shout out deep throat. Shout out deep throat. I gag. I gag. I gag. I get the eye. You know, if there's not a tear in your eye, you're not doing it right. You know what I mean? I'm like, let it run. I like to spit everywhere. I'm like, the wetter, the better. Okay, so I actually talked about this with somebody else. Men. Women like messy head, too. Okay, don't come with the prissy shit. Like, do you want to see a girl suck your dick like this? Oh, actually, I think I have. Do I have? I got some dildos here. Oh, shout out to Bed Geek, by the way. Bed Geek sent me a bunch of product. They're really, they're really fun. I don't know if I charge these though. I might have used this one already. <gasps> Ooh, feel that? It's good times. That's fucking awesome. But get, Bed Geek sent me this. Is sent me a bullet? I haven't used this one yet though. This is just like a little meow, meow, meow. Um, and then I think this other one has a remote and it has like a tail that hangs out of it. Like you just like stick it in you and it hangs out. And then somebody else has the remote and like yeah. plays with it. It's a fun little game for the couples. But shout out Bed Geek. Thank you. Um, my little toys. So, if someone sucks your dick like this, nobody likes that. (laughs) 
Nobody likes that. That's boring. It's not, head should not be cute. This is when you pull your fucking hair back and you make your eyes water. Okay. This is when you're just like, you love it. You should eat it like it's a fucking lollipop from Disneyland. Just all of it. Okay. Now, men, we also do not want our pussies ate like that. You're not a fucking big cat. They'd be like this. <laughs> like just as much as like if somebody's giving me dry head I literally feel like a cat's licking my pussy I will stop it I mean I'm like first of all I need you to go drink some water and hydrate because it feel, it's so bad like fucking I want just as much spit on my fucking pussy as you want on your dick <laughs> don't lick my and no also not everyone likes their pussy ate the same I just like guys don't like their dicks out the day. Some guys like it like really fast and long. Some guys are like slow, deep throat. Like everyone wants their dicks sucked different. So I just feel like um, men don't think that all women want their pussies ate the same. Cause I'm not like, I don't like, I don't like when guys do this inside of me. It hurts. Like they fucking try to like pull my G spot into me. I don't like that. It hurts. That's how we were taught though. You I know. know I know you guys are all taught like do this. Yeah, that's how we were taught. And I'm like, okay, so, but me, I'm more of like a just, I'd rather you just go in and out. I just want you to like use your finger like it's a dick. You know, I watch a lot of porn, so it's kind of like what I see, throw throw the eyes back is like when they do the tongue, but then they do the, like the, 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 the that actually one. feels good. Yeah. That's good. I see that one when, you know, all the, because I do watch Victor's doing, Victor's <laughs> doing his. <laughs> yeah. So I see no, that one this, this, this is fun. This is fun, but it's got to be really wet. You can't do that to a dry clit. Like that's going to hurt. Like spit on it. Yeah, guys try to like, like do this. It's it's like a, it's like a fast like friction. Like not necessarily. Dudes will be like, oh, that hurts. These should just be gliders. They're just like gliders and a lot of spit, so it glides over it. But you know, it's me. Everyone likes it different. Like girls like their nipples fucking ripped off, and I'm like, don't touch my fucking nipples. I hate it. This is Remy. Remy will literally walk by me three times a day and slap the shit out of my titties. And I have the most sensitive breasts in the fucking history of time. I don't mean it out of hate. No, fuck Remy. Remy can kiss my ass. I hate it. She bruised me. She she really loves my titties. Now, do you think that's because you have Mexican titties? Like, what if you got white titties? You think white titties (laughs) would have... So, so they don't know that unless you follow me on Instagram. <laughs> my titties are Mexican. And the reason why I say this is because I had my breast implants done in Mexico. Um, and so my, my titties are Mexican. And they'll be six this year. I'm actually proud of them. I'm just saying, if you would have had them white titties. They might have been. I don't know. Are Mexican women like sensitive with their titties? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Victor's out Victor's not in that conversation No but even like Even my mom Like I said something one time I was like mom I don't understand Like I fucking hate When men do this to me And she's like What are you talking about She's like I fucking love you She's like you're a pussy I'm like what Mom I'm like they hurt All the time I was like nobody I'm sorry you have Baby feeders over there They're numb They're like hers are like She's had four kids Things she could just be like you know, do you guys remember The Simpsons? There's an episode of The Simpsons where, like, Marge was, like, sewing. And she's like, this is my sewing finger. And she, like, lights a lighter to it and sticks a needle in it. And she's like, that's how I feel like women who've had kids, their nipples are now. I don't know. I've never had kids. So I feel like that's why their nipples are not as sensitive. But maybe not. Because you haven't had kids. And you do. You... My, my nipples, I mean, I don't know. I can pinch them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It hurts. Yeah, I don't like it. It hurts me. Yeah, Remy is one of the biggest pussies if you hurt her back. She's like, she's like, bitch, don't do it. No, she literally slaps, slaps them like they're fucking punching bag or something. Well, your titties always in the way. I mean, yesterday we were at the store. I'm like, get your titties out of my way. <laughs> I think my titties hit Victor in the back like five times. We're looking for things to like hang up the props of the set. He's like, can you move your tits, please? Like, get them out of here. And I'm like, I'm sorry. So I don't, I haven't even really explained this. So when I got my titties, they're way bigger than I wanted them to be. Like I only wanted, so my ass is real. My ass is me. Um, I've had moments where like I've lost weight and added weight and gained weight, whatever. So like it's gone up and down, but 
my ass is me. The only work I've done is my, like my hips. I had like those mom hips where it's like, I had a fat ass, big thighs and no hips. So I like, and I had these divots on the side. So I had some people take some back fat out and then I had them fill in my hips and, um, but nothing to my butt, like just like fill in this part. So it's like, instead of this, I have this. And then I've had my titties done. Those are the two surgeries that I've had. But I only wanted a D cup, right? But I was also, say I'm like 200 now, I'm like 200, 205. When I got my titties done, I was 160. So I was like a solid, like solid 40, 45 pounds lighter. And um, I was kickboxing at the time. I was doing yoga. I was doing like all kinds of crazy stuff. I just started trapping. So I was like up till like two o'clock in the morning. This is like my early days of hoeing. I was like, nah, stop. I wake up at seven. I don't stop till four. Like I was trapping. So I was tiny as fuck. And I get these titties and I was like a D cup. And then my mom convinced my doctor to go double D. And I get, and it wasn't like she... I don't want to say that because then people are going to think like the doctor did it without my permission. But it was kind of like, hey, I told him, I was like, you decide what you think is better. If you think a D or double D will look better, just do the double D. And like before I know it, and I was like, I trust you. Do what you think is going to look best for my body. I come out with 800 cc's on my chest. Like each one of my implants is 800 cc's. That's fucking huge. That's the largest silicone you can get before you have to go custom. Yeah. It has broth in it. I'm boy. I'm cooking right now, huh? It should have been on low. You could put some, put yeah, put some in it. Just turn it off and we'll put some broth in it in a minute. I'm cooking um, chicken and gelatas, so I'm doing the shredded chicken right now. I don't know what happened, but um, yeah. So I got the titties, and then I come out and I like my titties were like up here. When you first get your titties done, they're like up on your under your neck. So you, I woke up and I'm used to being flat chested. I was only like a small B, maybe an A, small B. So I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck did I do? And they were higher. They were like up here at the time. Because it takes like, it takes like six weeks for them to drop. So like for the first like six weeks, your tits are like under your fucking throat. And I'm like, I didn't even realize how big they were. And so my B cup plus the double D implants actually made them triple D's. Cause I had a solid B before. So I had triple D's and then I put on 40 pounds and then they just never stopped growing. Now I'm an H. It's like, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> and I've lost weight and put on weight since then. And my titties just don't stop. Like they're just like, they're going to be this. I have I'll to constantly tell you to put your titties back in. Like, <laughs> can you please stop busting your titties out? <laughs> We're trying to keep this professional. It's not me. They want to come out. That's not my fault. <laughs> Tits are literally always falling out. And this is the thing too. Like girls get the girls. Be aware of this when you go too big for titties. You think that you can wear cute tops, right? It's not going to happen. You're like, oh, I'm going to get some titties. I'm going to wear all these cute bras and cute tops. The largest size that you can get at Victoria's Secret, they say is a double D. They're lying because they're way too small. It's really like a D. So if you go anything bigger than a D, it's not going to be cute. And the problem is my rib cage is actually really small. So I'm only a 32 because my waist is a 30 and then my rib cage is 32. So people don't know this men for the guys that buy bras. The number on a bra is the circumference around. It's your rib cage size. And the cup is the letter, right? And that's the size of the breast. So if I'm a 32, H, that means that I'm 32 inches around in my chest. What's hard is that most people who have an H titty are usually big BBW girls and they're like 36, 38, 42. So they don't make bras that are like 32 inches with this huge cup. So it's like that it's, you think you're going to have all these great bras and like my life is literally, it looks like fucking parachutes. Like I just have like this big white fucking tit. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you with the bra on. Because <laughs> they hurt. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you with the bra on. Now that I think of it, yeah. <laughs> like never wore the bra. I have them. Like I literally could go get them. I have them, and it's funny because they they fit on my head. Like I could put my whole bra. On. <laughs> They're painful. They're literally like. Can you imagine? See, each one of my tits is by about three and a half pounds. So 
when they're in, they're like being held like this with a wire underneath them. So it's like, they're just, it just digs into the wire and it, they're just so painful. And to be honest, like most women, as soon as they get home, they just fucking take their bras off. Cause you're like, fuck this fucking bra. And you throw it like, they're literally one of the most painful things. I don't even know why we even wear them. I think like just women should embrace their nipples and like, fuck it. These nipples are out. I don't see why. I don't think women should ever have to wear bras. Is Bindi good? Well, she's she's just like having a moment. And my dogs are. So I adopted two dogs in the last month. One is Bunny, Honey Bunny. Um, she was named after me because I'm the rabbit. No. <laughs> I found her outside my house. She was homeless. Um, and now she's like my child. It's bad. She's let me tell you what she did this morning. This bitch got in a fight with the other dog. So the other dog's name is Bindi. Bindi I got from an old lady. She went into hospice. My mom used to take care of her. And she's just been, she's just not going to get out of the hospital. So like the poor dog is like sitting in this like trailer by itself since September. And like people just come out and walk her and feed her and then they leave her there. And so she was just like abandoned in this house, right? So I'm like, I'm going to come get her. I just got this new homeless dog. <laughs> and she needs a sister. So I came and got her. They... And now they're rotten to the core. Like, I literally tell honey all the time, like, bitch, don't forget that she was homeless last month. Like, don't <laughs> fucking play with me. They're both very sweet, though. But um, honey decided that she was going to fight Bindi this morning. I don't even know what they're fighting over. Nothing. Nothing. They just started fighting. <laughs> and they don't and they don't normally fight very often, but they still they're still getting to know, like, who's in charge. Well, honey, honey was whooping Bindi's ass. And she hears me scream, hey, cut it out. Because I don't, I don't play with my, I talk to my dogs like they're humans. Get, cut this shit out. So I come back and honey is like, <gasps> hopping. And I'm like, and Remy's like dying laughing. And she's like, oh, she's like, mom, my paw. And she's like, what's funny is honey was whooping Bindi's ass. So I don't know where she got this. And I go like this. I'm like, so I pick her up. I'm like, are you okay? And I'm like, go like this to her, to her paw, like this, right? And I put her back on the floor and she's like, okay, I'm good. I'm like, yo, my fucking dog is the most dramatic fucking dog in the existence of time. Like, who is this drama queen? Who is this drama queen? Literally was like, uh, uh. she's all like bending over, like about to cry. So sad. She's miserable. You know who else is pretty funny? Victor has this dog. What's your dog's name? What's the lab's name? Uh, Reno. Reno. It literally sounds like Chewbacca when you come in the door. No bullshit. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> no bullshit. Every single time you walk in the fucking door, that goddamn dog doesn't shut the I fuck up. I love him. I think he's the sweetest dog ever. Yeah, my girl has like a little rat terrier, and a story yeah, about, she's she's a little. I can't yippee. I can't stand that dog. A little story about that is we just <laughs> we just got that bitch a shot collar, right? Oh my god, no! And my girl is struggling to use it. And I'm like, but the, like her dog is getting like noticeably more aggressive every day to like where I would go to like to hug my girl. She'll start growling. And, like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You need to nip it in the ass. So we got the shock collar. I'm like, this shit don't even hurt that bad. Right. So I put it on me and I shocked myself and that shit hurt like a bitch. Right? <laughs> but, you know, I ain't no punk. So I'm like, oh, that wasn't even that bad. So you just have to realize <laughs> that they're so their rat terrier is literally this. It's just like pounds. half a bindi. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Little tiny. It's like maybe like this tall yeah. and like this big. No, yeah, so for I, sure, it's gonna fuck it up. I put I put the shot collar on, but you can turn it down. That's that's what I'm getting to. So I put the shot collar. On. Oh, it's not that bad. Look, I turned it down and I put it on. and I shocked that bitch, and she jumped and screamed so loud. Oh, my girl was like, "What the fuck? This and this and that." Yada yada yada. So then I I, I shocked her. She's like, "No, fuck that. It's too much." This is. And today I found out how to turn it down. So I turned it. <laughs> I, it, it was like on fifty. Like I put it like that's on 10. super high. That's for like a large dog. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I was so satisfied. I was like, I'm gonna, ooh, I'm gonna get this bitch. She, yeah, he doesn't like her. He's like, shut the fuck up. What's her name? Zoe or something? Izzy. Izzy. There you go, Izzy. Shut the fuck up, Izzy. Like, whenever we can't want to talk about business. And he's like, I can put the dogs out. I'm like, no, I love them. I'm like, such a, like, a white girl. Like, I'm like, oh, the dogs, they can lick me in my face. I don't care. Like, I don't care. It's whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna throw that dog out the window one day. Oh, she's a sweetie when she relaxes. <laughs> No, nah, she's like, <laughs> she's cute, but those dogs will, though, if you don't nip it in the ass soon. That's why I check the fuck out of my dogs all the time. 
No, they need, and you know, it's 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 like my my brother's dog. I mean, you met Tyson. I mean, he's a strong. I dog. love oh, him. He's, he's one of the only dogs I really like. He's the most gentle dog, and probably the strongest dog I've ever met. At the same he, time, one time, like when 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 Tyson first met Izzy. Tyson jumped at her, and I legit had this dude in a rear naked choke, and he was pulling me like he's so strong. He's he doesn't un- ungodly. He strong. so he's a he's a pit bull, right? He's a boxer pit mix. Oh god, he's gorgeous. He's like gray, and he's like he's like forty pounds. Oh, all in his gorgeous. Head. Like he's like this yeah. petite boxer pit bull mix. His neck is like no joke, like this big, huge neck, big head. Fucking, he's just yeah. beautiful. And he comes in the first thing he does is these big puppy dog eyes, and they have kids, and like. The kids will like stick their fucking hand in his throat. He's like, I love it. Yeah. Like he doesn't care. He's so yeah. sweet. He's the but coolest if he dog. If he feels any type of way about you, like the uh, Amazon guy came one time while we were there, and that it, Amazon guy, we, like he has like the nastiest bark, and he will fucking kill you. I love yeah. it. He's the best. I dog. like dogs that'll fucking protect you though. Like that's what dogs are supposed to be for. I had a, I have a Rottweiler in San Diego, but it's he's she's still with. Sorry, she's still with my brother because. It was my brother's dog first, and I was supposed to take her, and then his kid got super attached, but she don't fucking play either. My ex would come over to the house, and, like, no, he, she wouldn't bark at anybody, and then when he walked in, she was like, and she, he's like, he's like, what's wrong with her? I'm like, obviously, there's something wrong with you. I was, it was an ex, but um, dogs know. They just know. They just dogs know when, like, you don't. And he would always say, she knows that I don't fuck with her. That's why. I'm like, dogs know when you're not a dog person. Mm-hmm. They're like, and to me, I'm sorry. Like, I can't fuck with somebody who's not a dog person. Mm. Or at least an animal person. Like, you don't have to be specific to dogs, but like, I don't know. Do you like cats? Something, anything. Like, I, if you, I just feel like if you hate animals, there's something wrong with you. I don't like animals. At all? I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'll fuck with them. I don't like cats, though. Most dogs but you like me. animals. You're not like, I hate you. Get the fuck away from me. That's how you are about all animals. No, Victor, no, shut up. You act like you're super introverted all the time. Yo, I'm just saying if a fucking horse comes up to me, I might smack that bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't not a horse. <laughs> <laughs> not a horse, Victor. Where is this horse coming from? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, why would a random horse come slap me? He's like, excuse me, Victor. How are you? He's like, what? Where would this random horse be coming from? <laughs> Jesus. Probably when I'm hallucinating on that makes more sense. Yeah. You're hallucinating, Horace. That's fucking funny, by the way. <laughs> I wanted to go horseback riding for my birthday, but the quarantine's got shit cut down. I actually I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do for my birthday. I'll probably just do this live stream a party at the house. Ooh, quarantine party! Quarantine party! Live Who's in stream. Vegas? DM me. I don't know if I want everyone to know where I live, though. Well, social distancing as well. So we're just going to have to, like, like, everyone's going to get on different lives. Yep. And just have a live party. That's like when Mike, I was watching Mike Epps last night, had, like, a roller skating party. And he was just playing music, dancing on roller skates. It was dope as fuck. By itself? Yeah. (gasps) I just got roller skates for my birthday. My mom bought me some. Oh. I'm a roller skater. I love it. Okay, so this is so funny. People just know that I'm, like, strong, I guess, by my body. We were getting roller skates for my mom. She was a big roller skater, like... She literally, the day after I was born, took me to the roller skating ring. Like that's, she was like die hard roller skate land. And I literally have pictures of me being like two days old in the roller skating ring. And so like for her birthday this year, all she wanted to do was go roller skating and go country line dancing. Right. And I'm like, let's do it. So actually that's a funny story too. I told you about the story when I got in a fight at the line dance. Mm. <laughs> I told you guys I whooped that bitch. I Spider-Man that hoe. Yeah, that was fun. I'll tell you <laughs> later. So anyways, we're going, my mom's birthday's in February. We go to like the skate shop and we're like trying on skates. And they, so basically what happened was my mom wanted a particular color in the same skates and we were going to get matching skates. And I'm like, just get the color you want, order them. And then I'll take these when the new ones come. So she wore them out. But I walk in and the chick, she's like one of those hardcore like skater, super hot, but like skater chicks. And she does roller derby. She walks in, she goes, what's up? And I'm like, Nothing to get my mom some skates. She's like, you derby or what? And I'm like, no. And she's like, do you want to? And I'm like, my knee's pretty fucked up. I don't think I can derby anymore. She's like, you look pretty strong. She's like, get that knee strong, girl. It's derby. Like, she was like so ready to have me. Like, I'm like, is it me? It's like my body is just strong, I guess. She's like, you look like you can knock some bitches over. Like, that's, but I played high, I played football in high school. Soon. 
I played football um, in high school. It was like a girls football league. So I kind of had that. And I was going to try out for lingerie league, but I fucked my knee up. So, um, but yeah, I guess, I mean, that's a sh- quick little intro about what the bullshit's going to be like for the next couple weeks, guys. So if you have any questions or anything like you're curious about, you want to know about me, or if there's any topics you guys want to talk about, I'm definitely going to have different topics each week about certain stuff in my industry. Um, I'm not going to keep it strictly to sex industry though. We could talk about anything. I'm a big sports fan. We can talk about sports, anything. Um, we're going to do a cooking segment soon with me, Remy and Justine. So you guys have to stay tuned for that in the next couple of weeks. Cause we're going to do, we're going to bake a cake for my birthday with some bad bitches. Cupcake wars. It's going to be great. I can't wait. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram. It's Riley underscore rabbit. And then my podcast is down the rabbit hole dot TV. I don't know. I think I have my YouTube channel up. I think it's just under Riley rabbit. Um, but I will, I'm going to change all that soon anyway. So um, follow me on my Instagram to get updates about what's going on and get all the links to the show. Um, and stay tuned because we're going to be doing some more stuff. So thanks for kicking it. Hopefully we'll get better with time. And yeah, let me know if you guys have any questions. Do some Q&A next week. So I can't wait. Also, if you stay tuned um, next Monday, I really want to do like a live couple live interviews with some fans. So if you guys um, will stick around on Mondays, I'm going to just like tune in maybe like five, 10 minutes every show. And like, get a super fan on and like ask some questions and shit. So DM me, uh-huh. DM me on down the rabbit hole TV and let me know. Like I said, if you have any questions, anything like that, but it was great chatting. Um, I guess that's it. I'll see you guys next week.